Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. From the Schmoes No Network Studios in Los Angeles, California, it's time for Marvel News from Marvel fans with your hosts, a veritable House of M, Meredith Blackout, Matt Cook, and Matt Keefe. <laughs> uh, hello, Schmoville. Hi, guys. Oh, hi. And girls. Guys and girls. Girls like comics. Yeah. What? No, a, we don't. No. That's well, a lie. Get out of town. Uh-oh. I know. Uh, welcome to Marvel News from Marvel Fans, where we break down all the Marvel movie news from all the studios and tell you why you should be as excited as we are. Yeah. Uh, we are broadcasting to you live from the Danger Room. Always gonna love that, uh, <laughs> love that name. Uh, I'm Matt Key. You can follow me on Twitter at the Matt Key. I'm Meredith Placco. You can find me at M Placco. I'm Matt Cook. You follow me at Matt Cook tweeted. I almost said at at Matt Cook tweeted. <laughs> no, no, that well, broke my mind. <laughs> uh, you can visit us on Facebook. Marvel News for Marvel Fans is our fan page. Uh, like us, continue us to give us your uh, opinions, your comments, the stories you want to hear from us, uh, our opinions, whatever else we. Love hearing all of that stuff. Yep. Yes. Uh, we also love when you guys correct us because... Love it. Yeah, we are... Okay, we are fans, just like you guys, and uh, we sometimes get things wrong. So if you want to uh, call us out, please do. We'll feature your call out on the show every week. Yeah. 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 We we very well may start rewarding call outs. I, I, I think we should. I don't... Yeah. If they're done well. Yeah. I mean, well, not yeah. if you're a jerk. Yeah. Well, no, if you're a jerk, be a jerk, you know, let's see what happens. <laughs> that's that's be, what he likes. Just be yeah. right. Just be right. We call that being cook. Yeah. <laughs> just be cook. <laughs> yeah. Also, we and got some. there's only e- room for one. Yeah. <laughs> we got some exciting news. We have a Twitter now, not just a hashtag. Oh. You can follow us at Marvel Schmoes. Woo. Yeah. yeah. That means another thing we have to check. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Oh, there's so much. Uh uh, all right. Well, let's uh, let's jump right into it. I mean, there's nothing else to. Yeah. No more I, I preamble. I just keep right? looking at the comics. I can't. I know, <laughs> I know. right? Just We've these got... covers are awesome. All yeah, over you the want, table. Do you do you want me to do this? Uh, we've got Daredevil's first, the first X Men, the first Ghost Rider, the first appearance of Black Bolt. Does this and change every week? I there's no, some, this they, is a... seems some new one. I don't remember Ghost Rider being here. These are cool. Nobody can yeah. see them, and the people that are listening can't. Hear this great radio, so, so yeah, let's keep going. Uh, but, but it's awesome, but and, this and it's is, really nice for the three of us. Uh, <laughs> Spider Man 100 is the last issue uh, Stan Lee ever wrote. Wow, and it's wow. also where Spider Man grows six arms instead of it's a, it's a weird yes. issue. It is a weird issue. I hope they tackle that. He was that a little burnout. Yeah, <laughs> Stan Lee was like, I don't know what else, I don't know what else to do. Let's give him all arms. Or he'd been trying it since day one, and they're like, Fine, Stan, it's <laughs> your last Stan, one. Your last Whatever you want, man, have a ball, have a good time. Uh, all right. right. <laughs> yeah, let's get into it. We got some news from the Marvel Cinematic Universe this yeah, week. Mar- yeah. Marvel Studios yeah, news. Marvel yeah, Marvel Studios yeah. news. We're going to start up. So we have uh, a trailer date for Age of Ultron, Avengers 2. It's going is it to... confirmed? Well, is this confirmed for the most part? This is last I checked. Okay. Oh, I mean, okay. you know, cha- news changes. Oh, oh. What? 
Oh, oh yeah. Look at that shield, man. That shield I know. got beat um, up. Well, it looks like Interstellar, the new Christopher Nolan sci-fi epic, that. is going to contain the Age of Ultron trailer. Isn't that shield amazing? The shield's amazing, but look how hard Elizabeth Olsen is selling it. She's like, yeah. like it looks like a magic <laughs> trick, like David Blaine in the background being like, <laughs> but a magic trick that works out really well for Scarlet Witch. Yeah. But I love that, that. I love that she's the one in that image. And she's like <laughs> putting some spice on the shield. She's, uh, she's but the like Age of on it. Yeah. Uh, Age of Ultron trailer coming with Interstellar. Yes. That's, that's great. It could be attached to. That's what all the, the, the news blogs, news blogs, news that sites are saying. That seems like the most it, appropriate. It really it does. does. But yeah. I'm afraid that like, I, I'm excited for Interstellar, kind of. I don't really, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. But I can't imagine that I wouldn't stop thinking about Age of Ultron the whole time. Like, I know. They should just make me, I will buy money to go to a theater to watch the trailer. Yeah. I feel like it's a safer thing than to well, put you know it in front of do. a movie. If you I'll don't just be like go... screaming and sweating the rest of the night. Well, I mean, you just go watch the trailer. You pay like your 12 bucks I know, just to go watch the trailers. Theaters. And then just go trailer jump. You know? Yeah. I that's mean, that's exciting. how I do it. That's how I do it. Uh, that first Avengers trailer, Oh, that, when it, they showed Hulk like slapping things out of the air, I yeah. was like, we're great. Yeah. I can't wait to find what the new air slap is in this oh, trailer. You know what I mean? Moment. Like the big moment. Well, I... I I'm afraid to say anything because I saw the trailer. At least I saw the trailer that they cut for Comic Con, which I would imagine yeah. would be the same. Well, so I don't I'm kind know. of afraid to say anything, um, but I will say that seeing the broken shield there uh, is very telling. Yeah, and it, it makes sense. That I, will, it would... I will stop with that. If you want to yeah. ask me questions off the air, if you guys want to send me private messages over Facebook, I will. I will answer trailer questions there i mean it would make sense that they would put it on a big november release i mean that's been pretty traditional and where the the rumor came from was actually during a presentation by warner brothers in russia and it was reported at film pro obviously it hasn't been confirmed but i mean i think i think it's going to be the biggest sell to do it so i really really hope that's the case because i get to see a movie i'm really excited about in a trailer i'm super excited about and i think i think we might get some new footage since comic-con because they've oh, been, that would be I, great. I, I have a feeling like because the the, the I have a feeling. I just have, yeah. I think we'll we'll be treated to something. <laughs> and gonna be okay, okay, all right. He's singing, Meredith. No. Let's move it. I know. Uh, yeah, please. No, this isn't karaoke hour. Uh, then also another big rumor that popped up, and again, this is turned into super speculation, especially on the Schmoville Facebook page, is that Avengers three, which we haven't even seen Avengers 2, but Avengers 3 is being talked about being split into two films, a la Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows or Mockingjay Part 1 and 2. That being said, you know, the Thanos storyline, the Infinity Gauntlet storyline is a huge story that... It, it's epic. Yeah, it's epic. It went over over 20 issues, spanned six different uh, comic uh, properties in order to, to tell this. And I don't think that, you know, we're going to be able to really tell the Thanos story, which we're not even really getting in A2, in a single Avengers 3 film. Now, that being said, could Guardians 2 actually be a precursor with Thanos leading into Avengers 3? Or are they going to try to... I think I think Guardians will have to address Thanos in some way. Yeah, I mean, way. they already I mean, have. Yeah. I mean, he was he was the ultimate big bad with, with Guardians. Well, but, he was the ultimate big bad in Avengers yes. too. So. so I think it, at the end, it would be kind of interesting to see if, if Marvel Studios did something the way they deal with comics, where they have these epic crossovers from the different properties, but I don't know how well that would work in the film industry. Could you really rely on film goers to go see Guardians 2 in order to understand and see Avengers 3? Well, I don't know how... I, I love that idea. Like I think that's I think that's cool. I think it's totally doable. I also don't know if 
it's necessary to see all of them to still enjoy the film. And I think Mm -hmm. the people that would enjoy it most will see all of them anyway. Yeah. But I don't know if it would be a requirement. Like, I I think the movies are, if they're done well, you don't need it. I I was talking to friends the other night, and our one friend hadn't seen a lot of the Marvel films. And we kind of decided, like, Iron Man is the one you need to see to really enjoy the... Like, the other's, like... Captain America First Avenger like you don't really need to like you you don't really need that one like Thor is I I really liked Thor but you don't need to see that one to understand who Thor is but like with Iron Man there's so many layers to that character that are so important for him in all the other movies that that I don't know but my point is I don't know if you have to see all of them to still enjoy and understand a character yeah because I don't know I think it's done well I think if everybody does their job right on a film you get it across and yeah. and going along with that kind of playing the other side of it is that like they did the Lord of the Rings films those you kind of did have to watch yeah you I know would, and yeah. everyone went and watched those like so I think it's possible and I yeah. think that Marvel you know is that the SNL sketch that they did were like <laughs> Uh, you know, fancy ghosts and everything else that yeah. Chris Pratt did. Did you see that? Yeah, can't uh, fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't, Marvel they, can't fail. They can't fail. Yeah, like I mean, knock on. Well, I don't yeah. have. I hope if it's. Here, but. I hope if they split it into into two different movies that that's made very clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Desolation of Smog last year uh, <laughs> when I was home for the holidays in a in a theater in in Jersey. And I guess nobody in the theater knew that it was part of a trilogy. <laughs> and, and, like, it's not a short film either. And at the end of the movie, it's like, I am and he's, like, flying. He's like, what have we done? And it's that huge moment. And then it went to black. And people were like, Wah! And they lost their minds to the point where I turned around in the theater. I'm like, it's a trilogy. <laughs> what are you, where do you not know that? And they're like, shut up. And I'm like, no, what do you mean, what, shut what? up? It's like, we've been fault. here for hours. Like, it, it, like it's... I was amazed that people... It was my favorite thing. I started laughing so hard at the rage of not knowing that it was part of a trilogy. So if they do two parts for this one, I hope I hope everybody knows, but I also kind of hope they don't. Yeah. And we get to hear, like, Thanos be like, now die. Gish. It's a terrible way to end a film. I don't, I don't want to see the Avengers die. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's one of those creative endings where we have to just make up our own. It's, yeah. You know, it's like The Sopranos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and other uh, rumor... But new, I, do, oh, I do think oh. it's smart to... To split it, like studio wise, that's no. To go, I don't know if it's wait. a good idea story wise, but like studio wise, wait, you what do you mean me? studio wise? Yeah, what do you, like I from, don't... from the perspective of the studio, put yourself as like the studio head, and you've got Avengers three, which is going to be the most anticipated film of all time, and it's like we're going to split it into two. Like everyone's going to turn well, out like. Oh, the, I thought you money. meant like yeah. I thought you meant like put Thanos in like over at Fox. No, and yeah. so, like Spider Man like running by Thanos. No, I mean. Yeah, that would be cool. Awesome, but... be awesome, guys. I mean, but that is kind of the trend we're seeing now with with these trilogy movies, where they are splitting that final film into two parts to tell a bigger story. So, I, I, I guess we'll see. I guess you know we've got a couple years. Yeah, we got a few years. Plenty of so, time. Yeah. In uh, more rumor, awesome news. Um, apparently, on AMC Movie Talk, uh, Joe and Anthony Russo were asked about the possibility of bringing Red Skull back into Captain America Three. So. Um, I, uh, the quote is, I think we heard that prior to our involvement with the project, uh, I think that we heard that we may have had this conversation at one point, but we weren't around for it, so it's hard for us to comment on it. So again, it's speculation, but it was brought up by um, some of our Schmoville Yins, Schmo, Schmo, Schmo villains. Yeah, Schmo villains. I that's what they prefer to. I, I call them Schmo villains. They're not villains, that's but they're not. Right. not but, they're very you know, nice people. They are wonderful people. Yeah. But Schmoville's a wonderful place to live. Yeah, I, I just feel that with the storyline, what, what they have established with Winter Soldier bringing Red Skull back now might just be overkill. I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I, think I, it's I would a... rather, you know, I would rather see them 
figure out a way to bring in Modoc. That's <laughs> like I'm you, I'm okay, dying hold, for that. Uh, I'm dying all right, you to need have to Modoc. describe. I want to hear you describe Modoc to oh, our easy, listeners. Easy. Imagine a baby <laughs> in a floating chair. And but, all you can see is it's like it's giant baby head. Yeah, and with and arms and like, legs. And it's and its arms and legs are like the size of its nose. And yeah. that's it. That's basically it. That's Modoc. What's the what's the acronym for it? It's uh, It's um uh oh uh um mobile organism. No, it's a uh, um mental organism designed only for killing. <laughs> But it was originally mental organism designed only for computing, but then he became too smart and overrode his programming and changed the C to a K. Dude, that is... Right? That's some zeros and ones right there. Let me push up my... uh, Very nice. My nerd glasses I mean, listen, they pulled off uh, Armin Zola... No, and exactly. Yeah. In a really cool way. And that's, it a, was, that's like a he's massive... A re- he's yeah. a ridiculous looking villain. Yeah, I, don't, ridiculous. I don't know if we've addressed what Armin Zola looks like in the comics. He's literally this giant, terrifying humanoid with a TV face chest. Yeah, like, he's like yeah. Krang. Think, think Krang, yeah. It's, yeah, think Krang. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah, he's Krang. He's ridiculous. So if they can pull him off and make him menacing, like, and he was a, a really menacing part mm-hmm. of Winter Soldier. He really was. Like, if they can do that, they can do Modok. And Modok, Modok's so gross too. But why? He's so gross. Modok. Yeah. What would be the purpose of bringing Modok in though? Like, where would he fit with everything? Oh man. Well, I mean, he's like one of the heads of um, advanced idea mechanics. Yeah. Aim. So like, you would get the aim angle on top of the Hydra angle, and they've always kind of butt heads but work together. They haven't really introduced too much aim um, in, in the Marvel, and that would be a good way to They've bring it in. They've been in some stuff, but I forget. Well, I think Iron they, they, were, they yeah. were mentioned yeah. in Iron Man yeah, 3, yeah, but yeah. I don't think they had well, that's a, a what, prominent that's role what, in yeah, it. for sure. His whole, you know, the I'm, I, the guy who's char- the character I keep blanking on. Modoc? No, from Iron Man 3. We were just discussing oh, this. Oh, Adri- Adrian Killer? Yeah, he yeah. was he's the one who started aim in Iron Man 3. Oh, tr- did he? I, I think, don't, yeah. I don't remember that. I think I'm the, I don't remember that. I'm I don't the only one who watched that movie. No, I watched uh, it. Okay. But, but that airplane scene. Come on. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah, it was great. That was great. Saving everyone? Yeah. It's great. Well, hey, no spoilers. Yeah. Oh, no spoilers. Uh, Trying to save uh, everyone. But uh, I, I do also like the news. It came out a few weeks ago that like uh, Kevin Feige has had the name like the subtitled name for cap three for 10 years so like what does yeah. that mean like, oh really have you had you not heard that no, I oh yeah for that. like he's apparently had it for 10 years so they're like that started the speculation of like well what what cap stories have come out because winter Man. soldier came out within the last 10 years yeah and that was massive. and i think like the fallen sun came out so like are they going to go back and do like the whole nomad well like, somebody's talking online or... about civil war stuff I just don't think... I don't I, think so. Did we talk about that already? I, I think we... I think we did a little bit last A little yeah. bit. I am not interested in that. No. No. Uh, I, I could watch it. I just, I just don't think they have enough properties going for them that they I could agree. do... No. Like, it would be like, members, <laughs> Captain... Like, okay, yeah. let's watch these two guys hit each other, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Pick a side, you three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Civil War being in the comics a, a huge crossover event from about, what, seven years now ago? Yeah, maybe five years ago, where you had Iron Man and Captain America at at odds with each other. One was for yes, yeah. Iron Man wanted the uh, all the superpowered people to register, so the government had their actual identities and their their monikers. And Cap was like, "I don't believe in this. I actually think this is a terrible idea." And then it ended up with Captain America being shot. Spoiler! Spoiler! It's a comic. It's a comic from five years ago, maybe more. (laughs) Uh, let's head on over to Fox Studios, guys, yeah. and yeah. see what they got going on yeah, over there. Yeah, I don't think we've got anything from Sony. Like, nothing, no news has come out of Sony, right? They got real quiet, dude. They've gone mm-hmm. off the grid. Oh, They're in no. one of Fury's safe houses this <laughs> oh, week. Oh, no, Man, dude. We can't find them. Oh, where'd Sony go? 
Uh, all right, Fox. Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, we've let's got talk about Fox. Well, uh, I think we. I'm pretty excited. So, Age of Apocalypse or X Men Apocalypse is going to be the next in. The... Why don't they just call it Age of Apocalypse? I, I, I mean, that's what they're doing. I, I, they are, but it's also going since it's in its own movie universe. I think they're trying to at least differentiate, yeah, distance it. From and also, the... Age of Apocalypse mm-hmm. is set in the future and all that, and this is going to pick up seamlessly from where the oh, last seamless. Yes. Yeah, this is seamless. Mm-hmm. Oh, way to bring that back. Thank God, a man. shot. Hey. Uh, the, yeah. Also, it would compete with Age of Ultron. It would. Uh, I, I so think I that's just answered exactly my own why. question. There you yeah. go. So, um, X-Men Apocalypse is going to be the third, and what they're saying is going to be the final of the first class trilogy. So, it looks like Fox is going to make everything neat and tidy so they can move forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like they're... Um, Taking the most expensive retcon in mm-hmm. the history yeah. yes. of, of anything. That's what Days of Future Past felt like to me. The whole yeah. thing was like, let's fix all of this in credits. Yeah. 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 Well, you know? No, no, going back to what you said is that Apocalypse is going to pick off, like, pick off, pick up, excuse me, <laughs> right where Days of Future Past left off. Yeah, right. And seamlessly. Yeah, seamlessly. Right. Yeah. Now, in terms of storytelling <laughs> with X-Men Age of Apocalypse in the comic books, what it does is it establishes a whole alternate reality timeline. And it happens in a, a complete, like, what we call the, like, an AU, an alternate universe. Now, if that's going to be done in the first class, like, saga, does it mean that we're going to see, like, the actual beginnings of Apocalypse's rise and the whole desolation of America and humanity through it? Because the whole storyline is basically this Apocalypse who's one of, you know, essentially the first mutant comes to power and he wants to eradicate humans and create the fittest of the fit mutants and be that through genetic muta- like genetic breeding or experimentation or just having some like epic omega level mutants on his team to eventually go forth and conquer other worlds. So I'm just so curious about how we're going to see the the story come into place like in terms of the Fox stuff because it looks like they're going to be bringing in there's there are talks of bringing in some of the, you know some fan favorite characters from the the comics which could include Psylocke, Scarlet Witch and Cable only uh none of them having really been part of the apocalypse age of apocalypse storyline well cable's always been kind of a massive part of the apocalypse history especially in the animated series yeah uh, but not so much it. it was bishop in in the in the comics um is it yeah cable comes cable deals more with like days of future past and some other like post mm. stuff i just finished re- rereading age of apocalypse and like he's not in that one well not, age of apocalypse yeah. is also only one storyline that's true and that's set in an alternate universe yeah. but yeah. i think in the main universe it's mostly cable who comes mm-hmm. back in time and uh for those who don't know cable is the future son of uh cyclops and gene gray and uh he has some low-level telekinesis mm-hmm. and uh telepathy and uh, is incredibly strong. He's and has, also a cyborg. Yeah. Because he has a Well, a he has bar- a cybernetic yeah. arm. His arm, yeah. yeah. Um, Which technically, I think. Yeah, makes, makes him a cyborg. cyborg. Yeah. yeah. I disagree. <laughs> Schmoville, pick a side. Civil War. <laughs> um, but uh, I think, I mean, Cable's a cool looking character. He's massive. Yeah. He's got gray hair and he's got like a scarred up eye that flashes when he uses his powers. Uh, I think he'd be really cool to see on film. I don't know how they'll do it. I, I I can't imagine that they'll bring in a character as crazy as Apocalypse and jump to Age of Apocalypse. So I think it will be I, yeah, introductory I, yeah. and it'll, it will be the dawn of this threat. You yeah, know? Like, it'll be the dawn of the threat. And since they've introduced time travel in Days of Future mm-hmm. Past, maybe we end up seeing someone come yeah. back. Someone like yeah. Cable come back to be like, here's what happens. Yeah. Because the main hero who, who ultimately He's an old man at a gas station. He's an old man at a gas station. Here's what happens. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, the, Sorry. <laughs> no. It's, the, the, the character who defeats Apocalypse in the comics is a genetic, like, almost test tube baby of Gene and Cyclops, and his name is Nathan Gray. Right. And he's raised by Mr. Sinister, which is, again, it's like, you get into this point where there's so many new characters that they haven't introduced that I can see Fox retelling the story with established oh, for characters. for sure, for sure. So that's what I think yeah. will most likely happen mm-hmm. is they'll, they'll do nods and stuff to the original things. But yeah. there's no way you can pay off. I mean, Apocalypse has been around forever and there's just too many stories and too many people that he's turned onto his side mm-hmm. and have tried to kill him and all that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's just a massive... And th- maybe yeah. that's why it's X-Men Apocalypse because they're not going to source from the Age of storyline. They're going to just right. go with their own new one. Now, that being said, if we do get Scarlet Witch and Psylocke and Cable and, and maybe even younger versions of Jean and, and Psyche, who do you guys want to see? Uh, okay. I don't know, man. All right, I've got one. And, and I've been like dying for this to happen. So I'm a huge fan of Luther, which is like this BBC cop drama. Yeah. There's a character on it. Uh, Ruth Wilson plays the character. Ruth Wilson, I would love to see her as... She the redhead? As, yeah, the redhead. Yeah. And seeing her as uh, Scarlet Witch would be amazing because there's just like that element of there's something, something not quite right there. Yeah, yeah, she's now, great. She would be phenomenal. She brings that. such a depth no to it, idea. but she's an older character, older woman. Like by older in terms of she's not 12 or yeah. 19, like a lot of Hollywood uh, youngins, so I'd, I'd like to see them go with that. I think visually, like Ron Perlman could make a cool cable. Oh, oh yeah, and he's done like yeah. the big guy, gun toting Hellboy stuff before, oh, wow. so he might be. He would be, and he's got that gravelly. Yeah, he's got yeah. that. He's seen some stuff. Yeah, that man has been that through some has stuff. Been through that it. would be cool to see him show up with his cybernetic mm-hmm. arm and be like, Professor, body slide on one. And he's like, shoot, <laughs> and goes away. And you're like, whoa, whoa. who is he? Uh, I, I, was, then, I was thinking about it uh, in preparation for today, and uh, I just always like to go to Game of Thrones to find any of my, <laughs> you know. Who are you um, doing? Natalie uh, Dormer? No, Natalie Dormer, mm-hmm. I think, would be a good Scarlet Witch. I agree. Oh, yeah. Right? Okay, I, I, could, I would be okay with that, yes. Uh, and uh, for Cable, I was thinking either uh, Jorah Mormont or Braun. Either one of those actors. Braun, wow. Yeah, we don't actually cast actors. We cast other characters. Yeah. That's yeah. actually what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know his name. Uh, Jorah, Jorah Mormon is, I think, Ian Glenn is how you pronounce mm-hmm. his name. Which, which, which character is he? He's the one who's always with Khaleesi. He's like... Oh, he's, my he's, God. Khaleesi. Khaleesi. Yeah, he's the like, forever uh, friend zone guy. Uh, yeah. For, yeah, I love like forever that man. Friend zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that guy. He's uh, tiny, though. He is. is he tiny? Yeah, yeah he's, he's like thin. He's cool. I mean, he makes him dangerous in a fight, but... Well, yeah, Cable's you know, so imposing. Yeah, but you know what? And they better do Chris, it exactly as the comic books. Chris Pratt was a chubby, overweight, like somewhat schlubby guy. And look at him as Star-Lord. Like, they did it. You can, you can beef the guy up. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. All I right. mean, that's a lot of... like. But but you have... When you, all, when you, you can play see... Colossus. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you prince. Aww. You could. All right. What about, what, about, uh, what about Psylocke? That's, Psylocke is visually impressive. Yes. <laughs> like, she's never, I don't think, ever <laughs> worn... Well, Pants. You know, she used you know to be a mean? model. Oh yeah, she yeah. Was, she was a model before she became. Psylocke. I'm not kidding. Like, Give a little. Oh man. Yeah, she actually dyed her hair purple to set off her model career, according to the Marvel Wiki. Oh my god, you guys are so gross. <laughs> We're having a ball. We're having a good time. Over uh, here. So who'd you cast as Psylocke? Did you already say? I haven't. I haven't said. I haven't said. Oh come uh, on. The suspense, right? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was thinking uh, the chick from Orphan Black, uh, Tatiana Mas- Masalani. I think she would That's be a, good, a bold choice. I think she would be a good Psylocke. Hmm. And she's, you know, in good shape and fighting shape, and she could do all that really well. So <laughs> it's, it's a sad fight. 
She's in fighting shape. Yeah. Look, I can't really do a whole lot of fighting while I'm sitting down. So it would be interesting because we've actually already seen Psylocke on the big screen. She did make an appearance uh, briefly in one of the uh, first three X-Men films. What, in, in X3? I believe so. Because that doesn't yeah, count. I know, it doesn't I mean, count. you do know, know. that we've, we've retconned all of that. <laughs> None God, of that counts I know. anymore. I know, but I'm, I'm just saying, So, because one of the, the big debates behind Psylocke as a character is that she had a body swap uh uh, arc in which she was born a the twin of Captain Britain, uh, meaning she was born a British woman, and now she resides in a non-white uh, body. She be um, what was it? I think she's Asian. Yeah, right? yeah she is now Asian. Yeah, that's and they've even like swapped it a couple times since. It's kind of crazy, but I would like to actually see. Oh, is is that? Yeah, her? that's her from 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 X three. Yes. That doesn't count. I know it's only because she has purple in her hair. Yeah, and, and, and that's—I hate to say that for that that poor mm-hmm. actress. That, that that doesn't count. But that just—it's X three. It doesn't count. <laughs> I know. I'm at least I'm not going to get in trouble for throwing shade on X Men movies this week. Yeah. Um, no, I'm sorry. Like, no, it, it's it's true. I, no. I, I, I dare say if you go to a, con- a comic book convention and you throw out like, oh man, X three was my favorite film. Like they like nine out of ten people in there will, will gladly usher you out of the convention. <laughs> Be like, oh well, I don't think you're in the right place. Let's go ahead and exit like usher you towards the door. Fair enough, fair enough. Now you had some good uh, castings outside and where were some of the other two that you had mentioned that I really liked? Uh for Psylocke? Yeah. Uh uh Summer Glau. Okay. From, uh, from oh, Firefly. Yeah, yeah. And uh and Maggie Q from uh, Die Die Hard Live Free Die Hard. Okay. Ooh. Uh, so I, I want to go like really random here. I'm really obsessed with Korean uh, pop music and any of the girls. I believe from... they refer to that as K-pop. K-pop, right? yes, yeah, K-pop. I love K-pop. Uh, but it would be really awesome to see some of the girls from Two Any One come out because a couple of them have been like branching out out here. It'd be yep. nice to see that. Yep, because nope. they're really awesome and yep. can kick butt. Yep, we're yeah. all about we're all about what make it sing. Yep. Yeah, make her dazzler. And oh, oh. that'd we, be fun. Yeah. Get a get a K-pop dazzler. Uh, How K-pop about that? In the Why don't we just have game a when you got that? Oh all your God. friends got there first. You know, I don't want to be dazzler, no, but she had no. a pretty good super. Oh no, but, dazzler no, was really what? fun to play. She was one of the I, says the girl. <laughs> nah, that's Colossus man or Nightcrawler. My favorite Dude, no, was Cyclops. He'd kick people in the shins. Did he really? Yeah, oh, that was, he was like, so, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But his power was the worst. Like if it wasn't like directly in line, yeah. it was the worst. It was Nightcrawler a- was the best in that game. Yeah, Nightcrawler no, Crawler, Colossus was the best. Was the best. No, brrr, Colossus was uh, great. But... I'm gonna. I'm, I wanted to make the noise. I'd break all the microphones. <laughs> oh my god! It's my favorite noise it's in the, the whole world. Uh, if you haven't played that game, you can <laughs> like that all the time. But it was weird. That wasn't his power. It was like he would like burst an energy field. That I yeah. oh, the technician's so mad at me. <laughs> he's giving me the finger in the booth. <laughs> now he's got a this little finger, gun. This finger. He's yeah, doing he's this. pointing right he's at me. Pointing. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but for uh, Jean Grey, I was thinking, what if we, uh, what if we did Emma Watson for Jean Grey? Yeah, I yes. like that. That's what I was thinking. I mean, right? Yes, yes. I mean, she's already done magic. Now yeah. she can do telekinesis. Exactly, That's fine. it's fine. Yeah, I, I would buy her doing the get, paint, her, paint her hair red. That's what yeah, they do, yes, right? yeah. Paint, I, paint it. They would paint it. <laughs> Spray paint. We just, yeah. you know, come here. Spray that. Uh, well, Schmoville, uh, we we put up on the Facebook page, and Schmoville came in. Uh, uh, Connor Brown said that Alex Pettifer. I'm not. I'm not familiar with who Alex Pettifer is. Do, do we know who Alex? Yeah, I know who he is. He'd be great. <laughs> but that's from Connor Brown. Uh, no, I forget what he's from. But I yeah. No, I I recognize the name. It's really upsetting me. Yeah. Uh, well, God, I wish there was some sort of like World Wide Web or like some sort of way to like some way to you know, download you know, information only. to yeah. in front only. of me. Um. Uh. Zach Efron. Uh. Robin. Ro, uh, Roman RBC said Zach Efron. 
I, for, I, for Cyclops? For Cyclops, oh, yeah. Okay. But you know what? I looked I looked up yeah. pictures of him. And uh, 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 uh. no, no, I I looked up pictures mm-hmm. of Zach Efron mm-hmm. and let me tell you, good looking dude. Yeah, I like no, he him. Is, he is. But you know what? Like he he pulls off like lovably douchey. And I think that's oh, what that Cyclops is. That is Cyclops is. to a T. You know, yeah, so Cyclops like, is a tough sell. Yeah, you know, and I'm not I'm not a giant fan of Efron and he might be a little bit too recognizable. Like it might be a thing of, oh, there's Jean Grey and there's Shadowcat and there's Zac Efron. Yeah. Like, you know, like that would be my fear with that casting. But I do think if he didn't have that recognizability, he would probably be a good choice. It's interesting because, you know, for the most part, Fox has kind of gone with relative unknowns. Yeah. Um, and then they've kind of developed bigger careers based on what well, they've done. Well, even Hugh Jackman was... Com- yeah. 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 When he was cast yeah. As so I think I think it'll be interesting to see if they tap a bigger name for this or if they're going to keep mining the, you know, the the new uh talent out there because yeah. I think it gives them a lot more leeway to, to work with the actor to develop a character yeah. versus someone who's more established. I don't yeah. know. You guys are I, actors, you know how that that works. Alex Pettifer was in Magic Mike. He was in a bunch of stuff. Oh, okay. uh, I recognize him now. Yeah. Uh he's he's great. He's oh, yeah, great. He, he would looks, be a good He looks he's got a good he's got a good like yeah, Cyclops face. Hey, good work, Connor Brown. Yeah. Way to go. Way to good go. Way to go. Way to go. Uh, uh, I think the uh, Matt Matt Bomber and Army Hammer. Uh, Cliff Rivera Rivera said uh, Matt Bomber and Adam Douglas said Army Hammer. I think they might be a little too old for what Age of Apocalypse. It seems like Age of Apocalypse is going. It for could like, be, dude. I have no idea what that timeline yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, but Matt Bomber, I think, would be great. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, Adam Douglas said Leighton Leighton Meester. Is it Leighton Leighton? Leighton. Leighton Meester for Jean Grey. Hmm. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. I think she'd be good. Yeah. And uh, uh, pretty much everyone said uh, L- Lapita Nyong'o for Storm. Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, and she's. Yeah. Yes. She's please. Perfect. Per- yes. Like, please. And. Please. I just, all I, I just want, I just want my Mohawk sh- Storm. That's all I want. Please. Oh. Someone just give me Mohawk well, Storm. Well, it's the 80s. Yes, I it know. It would make sense. It would make perfect. total sense yeah. for her to have. so perfect. For her to be that way. Yeah. I would love be that. Be that way. She's going to be that way. She's going to yeah. be that mohawk way. There you go. She's going to... Put it out there, man. Punk, punk love and storm. Yeah. Listening to Rancid. Yeah. That's a punk band, right? Rancid. <laughs> you should be Rancid. listening to, uh, to Dazzler. Come on. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. There you go. That's how you tie it in. Nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we've <laughs> we've rambled on enough about that. Sorry. We get really excited about fan casting around here. It's... You know, I think it's a it's a nerd. Nerds love to... to play that like yeah, game i like to know yeah sometimes you're right I remember we when should, i was a kid we, and like it would be like oh there's an x-men movie coming out and we need like, oh. to actually put stakes to this though and next time we do fan casting we need to have like some sort of till in which like if we get it right we all get something out of it we all oh, get, like, a awesome. party? Yeah, like saw, a pizza party yeah i saw um uh the imaginary of dr parnassus i had never seen andrew garfield before and i, and I left and i was like that dude's odd. like that dude should be peter parker yeah and then he got in the running i was like well he's too good he'll never be it and then he got it and yeah. so you guys owe me something for that. If okay. We're, if we're starting I'll, this game. Here you go. Oh, you can have yeah. Iron Man. You get Iron Man. Oh, he shoots something too. You can have I like some, the way he's standing there. He's like, Hello, I'm okay, thank you. I know. Iron Man. He's very, yeah. This is from Iron Man the Musical. <laughs> um, uh, well, we've also got uh, X-Men Apocalypse is going to be the third and final in the first class trilogy. Yeah, we, we mentioned that, that. So it should be yeah. good. Uh, give him a good chance to kind of reboot and maybe retell uh, the first three X-Men films. Now, that being said, I loved X1 and I loved X2. Young Meredith, who never believed that there'd be an X-Men movie on the big screen, loved those films. We won't talk about X3. Um, well, like I said, X3 is anathema. We're yeah, not allowed to touch it. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, it'll be nice to see them wrap up first class because I think they... I think they started something, and I think Fox really started to take 
the they at some point after for after Wolverine and then after First Class, they realize, wait a second, people take these movies seriously. We can actually make a really good movie, not just churn out things every two years to keep a hold of the license. And I feel with the second Wolverine movie and with Days of, Days of Future Past, they're really starting to find their stride. They don't want to be Marvel and they don't want to be, you know, DC. They just kind of want to put out a, a, a good movie and they're starting to see that. They I want think, to do their own thing. Yeah. And I think they did start a good you know they started a good trend with first class i'll be honest i didn't really care for first class all that much neither I did i yeah thank that's you that's okay i'm the yeah. only one here i'm, I'm not a, saying it was that. a terrible film i'm just saying it wasn't my film and it had nothing to do with the fact that they made the changes of who the first class is because havoc and banshee are big big players in kind of the the second class yeah. of x-men it's just i feel that film was more about Magneto and more about Xavier. And then you had all these superfluous characters that didn't really bring anything to the story other than as fodder, you know, with Darwin, you know, like, oh, yeah. you can adapt anything. My, 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 other, big thing, my yeah. other big thing with that too is like, they all just pick their iconic names right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Like all these teenagers that have never met before, they're I, all going to be like, like you know, like you're going to mystique. You're, you're going to choose mystique. Like, like nobody gave anybody like any hard time to like havoc you. You shoot yeah. hula hoops. What do you yeah. mean havoc? What are you talking you, you about? You wreak havoc? Yeah, yeah. Like, nobody. Like there wasn't like a little thing where they kind of turned on each other and they like you know what I mean like I don't know that was their like they all got to those names pretty easily. If, if it were me, like if I had a superpower, it would take me a year to figure out like what my I would change it so many times. Oh yeah, I'd be like, hello everybody, I'm a bi- binary. I'm binary now. <laughs> Hey everyone, what's up? Binary. Or, or he could be like the one of the new X Men characters in current run, Gold Balls, because he he shoots little gold balls out of his body, and just, that was what all his peers named him, and he's finally he's just accepted, he's just accepted it. it. I love yeah. that idea. Yeah. You're like, no, dude, no, you're, you're gold balls. Yeah. You're gold balls. Like, I want to be called marbles. No, nope. like, no, you're gold balls. You're gold balls. That makes way more sense to me. <laughs> If they I did think that, he, and the the latest issue, he turned it into a verb. He's like, yes. "I'm gonna gold ball you. you," and they're like, <laughs> "No, amazing. did you just did you just make that a verb?" He's like, "Well, that's what I do." And they call and Beast called himself Beast when he should have been called Nerd. You know what I mean? It was like all, yeah. the, all the names were just so like off. Like none of them. Worked. He wasn't even a Beast yet. No, he was like he a was shy. Like, <laughs> they should have been like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be shy nerd, shy guy, and I'm the shy acrobat. Guy. Here yeah. I come, yeah. everybody, yeah. watch out. Yeah, I think he he turned into a Beast in an Adventures. I think. I can't remember. Nerd in the comics. In the comics, yeah. I think yeah, it was later. Uh, Schmoville, yeah. Schmoville, help me yeah. out. Uh, tell me, tell me where that happened. Uh, but it, it'd be cool. I, I do. I like the idea of wrapping up this mm-hmm. this new incarnation of X movies. I like that it's separate from the first three. Yeah. I like that it's living in its own world. I don't necessarily see the first two days of future past and first class as a cohesive. Like I know the actors no. are the same, but they feel like two very different movies. Yeah. Um. I love the actors involved. I think they did a great job, and I think that's where both of those movies really succeed is yeah. in the performances. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm anxious to see what they do. Yeah, I really think Fox is finally taking it, you know, understanding what, what fans want. I think right. they're listening to them, and I'm really excited about that because I love X-Men, and I want to be happy about X-Men yeah, movies me too. again. me too. But what's cool is if they do bring it to an end, mm-hmm. then and they still have all the licenses and everything, which yeah. they will, then they'll start their own exactly. a completely new thing, you know? Yeah. Which, yeah. which is kind of exciting, too. That's so. super mm-hmm. exciting. Super exciting. Super. Super. So in case you didn't get enough of uh, some <laughs> the, the barrage of mutants and days of future past, in the uh, DVD add-ons, you can now see more Rogue. There, there, There's like 10 more minutes of extras in the DOFP That's, DVD. Has yeah. Rogue been in any of the X-Men movies? 
they like there was a brief cameo, but they shot some. Like, but is she being in any 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 of in, them? In, in the well, first class stuff. In any of the movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah was, Anna Paquin, was... Rogue, X One, yeah, X Two. But... Oh, sorry, yeah. I didn't realize that was Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. Uh, you, you you said exactly what I feel. <laughs> like no, news... it's great, but I thought yeah. what they did they took a much more like Kitty Pride approach. Like the original mm-hmm. Kitty Pride was brought in as this sort of like young girl out of her depth and gave readers an end to the comic, and it was yeah. who you yeah. related to. Uh, Welcome to the X Men. Hope you survive right. the experience. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. and that I and that I, and I love Kitty Pride, and I love those early stories of her like finding her footing and all that stuff. And she she was another one. She struggled with her name. She was going to be oh, Sprite, Sprite and Shadowcat, Shadow Shadow yeah. yeah. and astonishing, uh, astonishing X Men. Emma Frost has a great like burn about like a name burn that I don't remember exactly, but you guys should read Astonishing X Men by Joss Whedon and it's John great. Cassidy. Yeah. It's my favorite book. It's one of the best. Uh, it's my favorite book, Matt Key. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to see you fight me. Um, oh, watch out for these wrist chargers. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd be interested to see what the new Rogue footage is because I mean, she eventually like became more confident yeah, she became and more strong self-aware. And, that. and they used her really well in those yeah. films but you know for the guys I, like us who grew up on the animated series of like oh what's the matter sugar and all that and you know yeah, it, like, it's, pulling off those gloves and being like, mm, mm, like you know what I mean I'm gonna take that mm. yeah oh. that's what she that's what that <laughs> she, was her catchphrase she said I'm oh take I'm gonna that. take that and I'm that was her original that. name was not Rogue it was take, take that. that yeah take, take that. that take that girl <laughs> Take that. Yeah, so I guess we'll see when when the DVD comes out. We should watch. I mean, there's some clips online. I'm I'll I'll watch it just because I kind of want to watch Days of Future Past again. I mean, it'll be my fourth viewing. So yeah, yeah. I liked I liked that movie so much. I saw it three times in the theaters. Wow. I, I only saw it once. Yeah. I, I saw it. I, I really liked it, mm-hmm. and I went with my buddy who loves Wolverine. And I was so excited that I liked the movie. And I was like, "What you think, man?" He goes, mm-hmm. "I hated it." Aww. And I was like, "Why, dude?" He's like, "They made Wolverine a tour guide." And I was like. Oh yeah, they kind of did. Like, spoiler alert, heads up. In the movie, Wolverine stabs four people. Three of them are overweight men, and one of them's Kitty Pride. <laughs> that's Wolverine yeah. in Days of Future that Past. And I was like, yeah. "Whoa, that's amazing!" Like, and like he's the through line to the universe and, the, and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, I was like, "Yeah, they kind of they took him out, and like he had the bone claws, which I understand. Like, you can't have yeah, you, Magneto yeah. throwing him around, but." That's a cool, like, you don't have Colossus, so have Magneto do the fastball special. You know? Yeah, like, well, I think they were also trying to set up something uh, to kind of give us, you know, that the timeline was before he got the adamantium. It was, you know, it was before he was in the Weapon X program. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah, don't know what it, it necessarily yeah. bought. I don't know, but I love the idea of Fastbender being like, what are you? And like, you know, picking him up and going. And yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Oh no, I'm excited. I'm excited, I'm excited to see yeah, it again. I really yeah, like no, it. Yeah, no, we'll go, we'll, see, we'll we'll have a viewing together. We'll all watch yeah. it as friends we'll watch it. and foes. Maybe we'll podcast it. Yeah. Uh, oh. So well, so, uh, we've we've got to start wrapping it up yeah, a little but bit. Yeah, we but, have uh, to. We have to address Agents of Shield. Have to. We have to. Have to. Uh, I mean, it's have, we have to. Did you did you watch it, Matt? Yeah. Yeah. Which Matt? No, well, I didn't. The watch one it I was yet. staring at. I haven't watched it yet. Um, Matt, Matt C. I was waiting. I was waiting. Okay. Well, you were waiting for my review. I was waiting for Hulu to spoil it for me. Again. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, I, I watched it, and I've, I. I've kind of been the anti-Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. member here. I, I have not enjoyed the first season. I never went back and watched the, oh, it got better. And I'm like, yeah, sure it did. I just read the Wikipedia sure, on it, you yeah. know? But I, I tuned in. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm still confused as to how ABC has such a huge... Um, 
uh, they have a lot of money, but why the production value of the show seems a little lacking. But hey, whatever. Um, I do like, I really am digging the story, though, because I kind of like all this post, you know, shield yeah, the post, Hydra the post stuff. Yeah, the post-shield Hydra stuff is wonderful. Yeah. You know, I, I will say that the this first episode of the second season did very well. They didn't do the whole origin story thing. They didn't redo that. Like, they weren't like, oh, let's go meet Lucy Lawless's mm-hmm. character. And now let's go meet this British guy. Oh, I wonder who's the sniper. Like, they just threw you right in. Yeah, and it's having... It's like, here you go, catch up. Yeah, and like, having not... It's been... We've been, like, we've been trying to be S.H.I.E.L.D. for three or four months now. Yeah. Catch up. Well, and having great, not great. seen the previous ones going into that, I got a good sense of who these characters were, what they were about. Yeah. I didn't need a backstory for them. And I really loved Lucy Lawless's character. I was... I hadn't... actually didn't know she was going to be in this season. Yeah. And I'm really excited to have Xena yeah. in there. I saw her clip and I was like, that's cool. Yeah. I yeah. like that. No, she was, she was great in it. Um... I th- I thought it was great, and there's the there's the rumor that's kind of going around that uh, they they Easter egged Wakanda. Yeah, they so have, yeah, on, the, on the map, map and everything. There's a there's a spot where Wakanda is. Mm-hmm. That's a, a possible possible ally. yeah shield ally. So it's it's interesting <laughs> to see how how you know we think they're bringing in uh, Black Panther references because you know Matt Key thinks I'm way off off balance here with this way one. Way off. But way they, off. At one point, you know, they go and steal a Quinjet. Now, obviously, the Quinjets have been around in Avengers. And, and we know that in the MCU, Stark Industries had created them. But in the comic lore, it was Wakanda technology that created the Quinjet. It was, you know, Black Panther himself who worked on them. So, you know, to me, it's like maybe it's on Easter egg. Maybe it's just a little nod. Maybe I'm just reading too much into it. But it, these are the things that I, as a comic fan, really get out of the, the shows and the movies. It's sure. just the little things that I'm like, oh, they, they gave that little nod. I like that. So we'll I think see. it's just a Quinjet. I think. Yeah. <laughs> when is a Quinjet not a Quinjet? Yeah, I think I think it's just mm. a Quinjet. Uh, but I, I will. What's exciting about uh, here's here's what excited me about the show. The very last moment, Doctor Whitehall. Mm-hmm. The, okay, listen. The, the the last the last part of the show is going to be a spoiler for Shield. So if you don't want that, uh, turn us off right now. Hey, thanks for listening. We loved you, uh, and we still love you. And a spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> Spoiler oh, alert. I didn't yes! know we had yes! that. Oh, I love that. <laughs> All right. So what is it? Uh, so at the very end of the episode, you see, at the very beginning, you see this Nazi uh, uh, general who's then captured by the SSR. And then at the very end, he comes back. He's alive. He's been alive this whole time. He's never died. And uh, the guy refers to him as uh, Dr. Whitehall. And Dr. Whitehall is uh, Kraken. Uh, uh, Hydra. He's like He's like the main, like, teacher of oh, Hydra yeah. brought a, he he was introduced uh, by Hickman in Secret mm-hmm. Warriors which by the way read Secret Warriors it's a great series i think it's only like 40 or 50 issues it's awesome mm-hmm. it's absolutely wonderful i think Brubaker helped with it yeah um uh but uh in that story he's introduced and he like leads the whole Hydra school and uh, cool. like, teaches people who they need to be and everything. It's really great. It's well, really great. Yeah, that's I'm exci- and I'm excited for uh, this week because I think we get Mockingbird introduction. So we'll 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 continue yeah. talking about uh, Agents of Shield every week uh, yeah. and everything. Yeah. But it looks like guys, we should have, wrap it yeah up. wrap it up. So just want to thank everyone for tuning in again this yeah. week. Yeah, thanks, yeah, a thanks lot. for watching. Thanks for listening. <laughs> And remember, you can find us, as always, on schmoesno.com, youtube.com slash schmoesno.network. And you can find us on our own Twitter at the Marvel, or just at Marvel Schmoes. I'm Meredith Placco. You can find me at M Placco. I'm Matt Key, at the Matt Key. Matt Cook, at Matt Cook Tweeted. We'll see Thank you, all, you. Yeah, next week. Later, Schmoville. Bye, guys. 
From producers Christian Harloff, Mark Ellis, and the entire Schmoes No Network crew, we would like to thank you for listening to Marvel News from Marvel Fans. Special thanks to Kevin Undergaro and Maria Benunos, the author of Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness in stores now, as well as the entire After Buzz TV Network crew. To watch or listen to other Schmoes episodes, get movie news, and join the conversation, be sure to visit SchmoesKnow.com. And subscribe, rate, and review to this show on iTunes. I'm the Pit Boss, and this has been a presentation of Schmoes No.